0: Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. 2 Timothy chapter 2. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to reliable people, who will also be qualified to teach others. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown, except by competing according to the rules." The hard-working farmer should be the first to receive a share in the crops. Reflect on what I am saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all of this. Remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel, for which I am suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's Word is not chained. Therefore, I endure everything for the sake of the elect." that they too may obtain the salvation that is in Christ Jesus with eternal glory. Here is a trustworthy saying, If we died with Him, we will also live with Him. If we endure, we will also reign with Him. If we disown Him, He will also disown us. If we are faithless, He remains faithful, for He cannot disown Himself. Keep reminding God's people of these things— Warn them before God against quarreling about words. It is of no value and only ruins those who listen. Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Avoid godless chatter, because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Their teaching will spread like gangrene. Among them are Hymenaeus and Philetus, who have departed from the truth, They say that the resurrection has already taken place, and they destroy the faith of some. Nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm, sealed with the inscription, The Lord knows those who are His, and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. In a large house, there are articles not only of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some are for special purposes, and some for common use. Those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes, made holy, useful to the Master, and prepared to do any good work. Flee from the evil desires of youth, and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with all of those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart." don't have anything to do with foolish and stupid arguments, because you know that they produce quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but must be kind to everyone, able to teach, and not resentful. Opponents must be gently instructed, in the hope that God will grant them repentance, leading them to a knowledge of the truth, and that they will come to their senses and escape from the trap of the devil, who has taken them captive to do his will." Interestingly, Paul first commends his spiritual son, Timothy, to be strong. He says, you then, my son, be strong. The reason I say it's interesting is because that Moses, too, had a spiritual son. His name was Joshua. And as Moses was drawing to the end of his life, he repeatedly said to Joshua, be strong. Be strong. So, this impartation to a spiritual son is not unique from Paul to Timothy, but all spiritual fathers to all spiritual sons and daughters in all ages have commended their children to be strong in the Lord. Paul writes specifically be strong in the grace. That is found in Christ Jesus. And so that's a great admonition for all men everywhere that know Jesus Christ. We should be strong in the grace that can be found in Christ Jesus and only in Christ Jesus. As Christian soldiers, we serve the Lord. Paul uses the analogy in many of his writings of the body of Christ, that we are a many-membered body each member of the body having functions. Paul uses the illustration of the bride of Christ. And here Paul uses the illustration of the army of God. And he writes in verse 3, "...join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus." No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. And Paul is not saying we should be militant, uh, bloodletting individuals as Christians. He's talking about discipline and order under the captain of the host, the Lord Jesus Christ. So we have a commander in chief, our commanding officer is named Jesus. We are to be involved in his affairs and not the affairs of this world. When Paul refers to being entangled in civilian affairs, he's talking about the affairs of the world as opposed to the affairs of the kingdom of God. We're to make Jesus Christ our focus, and yes, he is the commander-in-chief. Sadly, many believers live as if they are still the commander-in-chief. In In other words, we live in kind of a stylized Christian mutiny without looking to the commander-in-chief for how we should act and where we should go and what we should do and so forth and so on. There is a commander. There is a Lord. His name is Jesus Christ. He's not just our Savior. He's the Lord jesus christ he is the one in charge of our lives and so paul recognized that he was suffering for the gospel of jesus christ like a good soldier not trying to get away from it but trying to please his commanding officer paul writes in verse 8 remember jesus christ raised from the dead descended from david this is my gospel now these are very important points jesus christ jesus the Messiah raised from the dead. The early gospel was always preached in the context of the resurrection of the dead. As you may recall, Paul's life many times would be sailing along just nicely. He would be talking to people about Jesus one way or another, fulfilling different scriptures. But when he got to the point of the resurrection of the dead, that Jesus had been raised from the dead the third time, trouble started over and over and over again. So, friends, we should not just preach the resurrection of Christ on Easter once a year. We need to remember that the resurrection of the dead concerning Jesus Christ is one of the hallmarks of true Christianity. We need to preach the resurrection. Yes, Jesus Christ crucified and raised from the dead. This is Paul's gospel. This is my gospel. This should be your gospel as well. Paul goes on to say that even though he was in chains, God's word was not chained. Even while Paul was facing his own imminent death, he wrote this uh, letter of Second Timothy. He wrote the other prison epistles in his prior incarceration. So Paul made the best use of his time. What's hindering you, friends? What's hindering me today from serving the Lord? Paul was literally in chains, and he was writing what was to become part of our Bible. So the Lord can use you no matter what your situation is. If you're suffering from financial hardship or physical infirmity or um, depravity of those around you, The Word of God is not chained, according to Paul. The Word of God can still go forth unhindered, no matter what your personal situation is. And we, like Paul, should be looking for ways to share the faith that we've been entrusted with. Paul gives us an early Christian slogan or creed. He says in verse 11, here is a trustworthy saying, and then what follows that is this early slogan or creed. If we died with Him, we will also live with Him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. So there's a lot contained within that. If we died with him, we will also live with him. Remember, Paul is facing literal death, but this is talking about the death, the waters of baptism, where we abandoned our old life for the new life in Christ. We died with him, and so we also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. Remember the uh, book of Revelation, the first few chapters, talks about those who overcome. One of the promises to overcomers is ruling and reigning with Christ. Here, Paul says we must endure. There, John writes, we must overcome. Well, to endure and to overcome implies that there will be problems. Our lives in Christ will not be without opposition. So we are to be those who endure, those who overcome. In so doing, we're not to disown Christ or he will disown us. And uh, we remain faithful because he remains faithful as well. Paul gives some pastoral instructions. He tells Timothy to keep reminding God's people against quarreling. Uh, Against words that have no value, and to do his best to present himself to God, approved as a worker who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly handles the word of truth. Uh, This needs to be said of all believers that we handle the scriptures correctly. We we study the word of God so that we can handle the word of God correctly. I commend you today for listening to this, because you are attempting to be a worker who doesn't need to be ashamed. You want to be one of those who correctly handles the word of truth. Paul goes on to say we should avoid godless chatter and that those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Uh, This is something that needs to be reminded to all men always in Christ. He says that the Lord knows who are His, and everyone who confesses the name of the Lord must turn away from wickedness. Now, this puts a measure of responsibility on me and on you. We are indeed to confess the name of the Lord as our Lord and Savior but we must, along with that, turn away from wicked behavior. This is a, a mature behavior. It's an immature argument to say that we have grace to sin and then to continue on in sin without abandoning it. We have grace to overcome our sins and our weaknesses, not to remain in our sins. Paul writes that we should flee the desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with all of those who who call on the Lord out of a pure heart, that we shouldn't have anything to do with foolish or stupid arguments, that as the Lord's servants, we should not be quarrelsome, but we should be kind to everyone. And so, Lord, just in agreement with this, we pray, Lord, that we would not only confess the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, but we would each turn away from wicked behavior. Lord, help us to be worthy of those that are considered workers who need not to be ashamed. Help us to correctly handle the word of truth. Help us to pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Lord, may we do these things out of a pure heart, our hearts made pure in Christ Jesus. Help us, Lord, not to be quarrelsome, but to be kind to everyone, and never to be resentful, Lord, of those who seem to have more than we do. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the admonition to Timothy that he would be strong. We pray, Lord, that we would also be strong in Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends.